everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bayou Chronicles. We're your hosts. I'm Bethany. Oh, and I'm Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was scared for a second. I was like, it's just going to be me today. Um, so, Crystal has on here for me to just to talk with y'all. So, let's just talk, I guess. Um, first off, thank you guys that came and hang out. Hey, man, I haven't hung out with us last week for our twitch stream uh crystal told us about a cult a cult that i literally had no idea about so interesting um i know we look forward to it because people get to see us we did get one comment i think i told crystal about this we had a listener that's local find us on tiktok because we mentioned it in one of the episodes and they followed us and I do all most of our videos on TikTok, and she was she thought I was Crystal, and that Crystal was me by our voices. Yes, because I remember you telling me about this comment. Yes, so that was crazy, and I think that's why me and Crystal like doing the Twitch streams because you guys get to actually see our faces, put the voice to the name. Because I did not ever think that somebody would think that our voices were. Well, there are voices. But, I mean, yeah, I like, guess. Like, we know each other's voice. But, I mean, I guess I could see it. She was like, when she saw me in the video, she's like, I thought you were would look like something else. And I was like, is that a bad <laughs> And she's like, I just really thought you were you were Crystal. I don't think it's but, a bad I think that's a bad thing at all. Because I guess they had seen a picture of us from the Shreveport Times when uh-huh. the article came out. And she really thought that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were flipped. Hmm. It's interesting. By the way, we looked. And I was like, oh. That's cool. I like that. Okay. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm that's trying cool. to, like, imagine my voice on you, and it's really funny for me to think about. I don't... Because I, I just can't imagine it. I hate my voice. But I do, too, so I can't say nothing. Anyway, that was just really cool, because that's one reason that we like doing the Twitch streams, because people... Because it's like a radio show, you know? Yeah. Nobody ever really... I wish we did more Twitch streams. Yeah. It's just very time consuming. Why do I feel like, though, that when you move, we'll probably end up doing more? I I could see it. I can see us Twitch streaming every time we record, just about. We're going to want to see each other. Yeah. So we're going to want a Twitch stream. Expect it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that was cool. So thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Once again, very, 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 very important. If you like us, even just a little bit. Head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. YouTube, wherever. We're on Good Pods. We're on Podcast Attic. I still don't know what Podcast Attic is. I need to look it up. <laughs> but our in our analytics on our little Anchor app, because we use Anchor for all of our episodes, it says that like 12% of our listeners come from Podcast Addict. And I don't know what that and is. And I don't know. But thank you to you, those of you that listen on that platform. Uh, just go leave us a review if you can. It does not have to be five stars. Like we're always saying, honest, genuine, from the heart. If there was something that you didn't like, let us know so we can like maybe fix it. Um, just don't be jerks, okay? (laughs) Don't be rude. We've had some really, really, really nice reviews and really good comments from other people. Then we also just had some real weirdos. But um, this week we have a couple of folklores to talk about. We wanted to knock a couple off of our list. And if you don't know what I'm talking about and this is the first episode that you're listening to. Daisy yeah, there had goes to my make dog. a. There goes my dog. 
Yeah, it wouldn't be an episode without my dog. Uh, oh, oh, that person on Facebook. Kayla? That, yeah. We are known for having animals in our episode, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> they also follow us on TikTok. But Hi, Kayla. Yeah. I think it was Kayla that said it, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was. Because they, whoever, Hold on, I kind of want to go Whoever it was, they also follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. They follow us on everything. Yeah, she's amazing. Amazing. And she, because Crystal just got two new cats. They're the sweetest. And they wanted to know if they were going to make It was a, Kayla. Yeah, if they were going to make an appearance on the podcast. We're known for having zoos in our house, okay? Like, I've never had zoos until I had my kitty babies. And now I'm just like, I can't not have them. Yeah. They're normally, so sweet. Crystal's talking about her cats. I have my cat that's normally in the studio. My weenie dog that hates when anybody is in our house that's not me, okay? <laughs> if I, everyone else left, she'd probably be happy. If it was just you yeah. and her... She'd probably be, that'd probably be the happiest anyone's ever seen her. I even did my research and got her calming treats that do mellow her out, but it's not, she's not vibing with it today. Anyways, we're knocking folklore off our list because we have a poster in our studio that has folklores for all the states. So we're knocking two out today, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to pass it on over to Crystal so she can get into it for us. Yes. Okay. So, um, I do want to say that these are both going to be a little bit shorter of episodes. So, Bethany, we're, if we're going to have any filler, you're going to have to talk a lot in this episode. Oh, I'm going to talk a lot in this episode. Okay. Um, there was just not a whole... I don't want to say that there wasn't a whole lot about them. It was just that they're very... Some of them I've never heard about Yeah, my that's pretty life. much what it is. Um, it's very uh, small. Alabama. When we get to Alabama, oh my god. Oh, the leprechaun. Can we show the video, please? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I want that one because who hasn't? I'm I'm literally putting a link to that video in it so we can all just talk about the leprechaun was in the tree. Um. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna talk about the Flatswood monster. And we're talking about Sherman's Portal. Okay. Sherman's Portal is very stressful for me because you'll find out when we get there. Anyway. So, again, they're going to be very short. So, I apologize. Now, the Flatwood Flatwood Monster. I honestly had no idea about either one of these when I started this. I was like, I've never heard of these. Um, Currently, right now, when you type in Flatwoods Monster into Apple Podcasts to look up, like, if there's a podcast episode about it, nothing. Nothing. So, we'll be the first. As far as I know, there's nothing. There we go. And I'm very surprised because, like, this Flatwoods Monster has a whole Wikipedia page devoted to it, but it's, it is what it is. So, we're going to go to Flatwoods, West Virginia, um, which... It's kind of close. I mean, it's up there with Mothman. So, you know. Um, so, obviously, that's where it got its name because it's in Flatwoods, West Virginia. But on the night of September the 12th, 1952, roughly around like 7.30 p.m., there were three guys and they saw this really bright thing just fly through the sky. Like, just go through the sky oh and land God. somewhere nearby. Is this like a Mothman spinoff? <laughs> kind of. Oh um, and they saw it land in um, another, like a farmer's 
like land. So the guys were brothers Edward and Fred May and their friend Tommy Heyer. I'm assuming that's how you say his name. Now they ran and told who I think was their sister Kathleen because her name was Kathleen May. So I'm assuming it is. So her along with three other boys slash men like they were like kind of older and one was like in some type of military or something. Um, they all went out to this farm to see what had landed because they were all very very you know I guess interested. So when they get there one of the boys claims that Often in the distance, he, or kind of, well, not off super far in the distance, but kind of close to them enough, he could see this, like, pulsating red light. Like, it was just a bright red light that was pulsating. So, when he told them, they shined their flashlight over at this pulsating red light. And that's when they said that they saw this huge figure that they best could describe as, like, a humanoid shape and it had like bright red glowing eyes it had like a dark body like dark green or black body like a pointed head like like the like there was wearing some kind of like hood or something behind its head or something it was just very pointed um and that it was just massive it was just really really big okay so they freaked out and ran but they told everybody of course told everybody (laughs) so of course uh, while them telling people about this giant 10 foot tall monster that they saw over time the descriptions of it kind of got more and more elaborate so that's when it turned into ha- it having a round face that was blood red and that it had small claw-like hands. Um, they, some people started saying that the head, the shape of it wasn't so much as like a point, but that, that it looked like the ace of spades, like the spade symbol. Like that's what it looked like. Okay. Um, so in the story... They say, they said, that when they shine the light on the creature, the figure made like a hissing noise and hissed at them, and then all of a sudden started gliding towards them. And then they dropped the flashlight and they ran away. So I want to show you a picture really quick of what it looks like. That's what their description of the Flatswood Monster it looks weird. I don't know why it's wearing a dress. Yeah. Um, and that's supposed to be like the reference to like the human size. So pretty big. So like really massive. Okay. Okay. Really, really massive. Well, immediately the crazies came out. Because you know they always do. And I don't want to call them crazies because they're not all crazy. But that's when all of like the UFO people came out. They're like, it was a UFO. It was a crashed alien ship, and that was a UFO that came out of it. So, that was the kind of going theory. Um, People started spreading the story that the group said that there was, like, this really bad pungent odor that happened when it glided off, and it made them feel sick. Um people searched the area nothing was ever found like nobody ever found like a crash nobody ever found anything like there just there wasn't anything 
Um, there, yeah, there just wasn't anything there. It, there was just nothing to investigate. Imagine it was a plane and it was just jet fuel they were smelling. Probably. There could have been 12,000 different yeah, things. There could have been 12,000 different things. So much. So that's when eventually a lot of like major broadcasting places started picking up the story because it was so crazy. And they're like, oh my gosh, we've seen this. And then hundreds of thousands of people were calling. Probably not thousands, but hundreds of people were calling. Um the area trying to get the story trying to hear what happened um um people came from other newspapers to interview the people who found or saw this creature so they could tell their story go on and on and on like it just that's all they did so eventually people were trying to debunk this because they're like nobody's ever seen it since it was a one-time scene like where mothman they've seen they people claim to see it lots of times like multiple people were like yeah i saw it here i saw it and what was the other one that we talked about we talked about another one and like multiple people had saw it bobo momo oh yeah whatever yeah momo oh, momo yeah. yeah like multiple people had seen momo it's even like a game on roblox yeah stuff. Yeah. so like people have seen momo yeah. this was a one-time scene like nobody else saw it after this so that's when in the in the year 2000 a man named joe nickel from the committee of skeptical inquiry set out to try to debunk this now i thought that this committee for skeptical inquiry sounded kind of sketchy in itself but it's been around since the 1970s um their little logo is csi which i think is hilarious to me (laughs) (laughs) but um their mission statement they updated it in 2006 this is the most recent but basically they say that they promote science and scientific inquiry critical thinking science education and the use of reason in examining important issues it encourages the critical investigation of controversial or extraordinary claims from a responsible scientific point of view and disseminates factual information about the results of such inquiries in the scientific community, media, and public. So basically they're just saying they're trying to find a scientific explanation for things that ha- like weird things that happen. Not to debunk them necessarily. I mean, they do in the process, I'm sure. But their thing is just to find like a scientific Thing. now they're not without their own criticisms basically um they have like a weird scientology not connection i don't really want to call it that but like they're just weird they're but they're smart they're full of smart people they have like a war they've won awards for stuff they there's a ton of like smart people that work with them like astrophysicist and carl sagan was like one like the former like the beginning groups before they kind of like moved over through times like carl sagan was part of it like there's just really smart people that are really just trying to look at this in a very scientific way i guess for better words well i'm telling you all this because this is what they eventually determined what was happening so according to them the same night that 
this UFO or creature or whatever flew through the sky and crashed. There was actually reports of a meteor in the sky in two of the surrounding states and in another place in West Virginia. So Pennsylvania, Maryland, and West Virginia, there were all separate sightings of a meteor going through the sky at the same time. So that's a no-brainer. Like if multiple people saw this thing and it was known that it was a meteor, it's probably a meteor. Now... The thing that was weird for me was that they concluded that this pulsating red light that they that he saw would have been from um from an aircraft and a, like an aircraft beacon I guess flying in the sky but it was weird to me only because and I obviously didn't go super super far into detail with this but like it was weird for me because if it was a beacon, would it not have made sense that it would have been really tiny and really far away if it was an aircraft beacon? Because the way I understood the story was like they saw it and the light was like big and close to them, which is why they flashed their light over there. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It was weird. It was weird. Um, They also determined that most likely what they saw was just like a really big barn owl (laughs) and when they flashed their lights at the barn owl the shadow because it was dark outside the shadow of the light would have projected the owl to make it look like it was bigger than it actually was and they just ran with it and they were like which to me makes sense if you're talking about it ha- saying it had like these little small claw-like hands. Yeah. Them saying like it hissed and glided towards them. Okay. Like I was like I could see that. Like hmm. so they he just concluded that the shape, the movement it made, the sounds, uh, the flight pattern, all of that kind of well, not kind of but is just the result of the sound that a startled barn owl makes like when you scare a barn owl um the little hissy noise that it would make would be with what they heard um and they just think that the foliage i can't say that word foliage that was behind the owl just kind of gave it its shape and made it look like this shadow was this huge, giant, ten foot tall thing. Giant flashlight, they're shining in an animal's in its face eyes. at nighttime. Freaking out! Yes. So, uh, that's pretty much it as far as like the story. Now, the city <laughs> was like the Mothman city, and was like, let's take advantage of this, and so. They put up a giant welcome sign for the city that designated themselves the home of the green monster. And they put up these giant chairs outside of the welcome center. There's like five of them and they're painted to match like, let me see if I can find you a picture. Because it's not really matching. It just is supposed to be kind of creepy and like look, they look like aliens to me. Okay. But that's, that's what they say. And that's what's outside. So there's five of those chairs that you can go and sit in when you... That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, and then there's like little um, 
stickers on it that say like free Baxi, which I guess is like the nickname that they've made for it too. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, I guess why not monetize off of I mean, it? you might as well. Help your town out. Right? Like, you I mean, know, I feel t- like I would, too. Tourism. It, um, even if, like, you don't believe any of it. Like, I still think it's... It gives people jobs. Yeah, and... it, give people, it gives people something. Um, now, I did discover a little fun fact about this, though, is that, um, the reason that when I type in Flatwoods Monster... The first thing that comes up is Fallout 76. It's because it's actually, and I didn't know this, but the Flatwoods Monster and the Mothman are both creatures that you apparently fight in Fallout 76. Never played it. Um, only reason I know about it is because the boys keep trying to tell me to play it because they're like, Crystal, you would love it. It's right up your alley. You need to play it. Zach has it, and he has some, like, uh, memorabilia from it uh-huh. or whatever. It, he used to play it a lot. I just was never into games like that. So those are like my, I've discovered that those are my types of games. Anything, we joke in my house, anything that gives me a side quest. Oh, yeah. I'm just down for it. Just give me a side quest and let me go. Like, I want to know why it took me so long to play Skyrim. Because the only reason I played it is because Cannon literally, I came home one day and he was like, I bought you a game I want you to play. And I was like, okay. And he bought it, put it on my Switch and gave it to me and then, I am the only person in my family to completely beat that game. <laughs> and it surprised me. Because when I tell you I became obsessed, I became obsessed. I have also, it literally took me like three days of playing it nonstop to get to a point where when I started asking for help, that no one in my house could help me because they were like, we don't know, we never got that far. Wow. We don't know, we never got that far. So when I tell you, and I finally beat the last dragon and killed and just won the game, and there was like credits, I was like, I won the game? Like, I beat it? Now what do I do? And Cannon's like, you stop playing. And I was like, but I have all these side quests oh I never did. God. So literally, I'm still, to this day, going through, trying to go for a 100% completion on that game. She's a professional gamer. Like, I just, well, it's just like um, Breath of the Wild. Like, it bothers me that I've not 100% completed that game. I've beat the game. But it bothers me that I have not 100% completed it. Like, I have to finish side quests. Same with like Assassin's Creed. I've beat the games. Assassin's Creed, very good game. No, I do. The, I know I do like that one. I've beat the games, but it bothers me when I don't finish all I of do the all side, the side quests. quests. Like on they're that my one. favorite part. Yeah. And Tyler gets mad at me too because I tend to go down this loop, this hole where I'll do all the side quests and delay finishing the game just so I can do all the side quests. Mm-hmm. And so then when I go back to do the game and finish the main story, I'm so, like, if they don't do the little auto scale where they auto scale your hardness level or yeah. whatever to it, then if the games that don't do that, it makes it super easy for me and I just blow through the game. Yeah. So I hate that. I like when they auto scale the difficulty. Yeah. But Anyway, I thought that was a cool little thing, Did that there they- was a connection between the Mothman. Now, for our second story, let it be known, if you type in Sherman's Portal into Google, you are not going to get anything about the Sherman's Portal that we are talking about today. Nothing. You're going to get like some college website portal to log into or something. Oh. Okay. So, uh, Sherman's Portal is also called 
the Oklahoma's Bermuda Triangle. Okay. And it's located in Beaver, Oklahoma, um, specifically in the Beaver Dunes Park. Like, they have like a dunes park or whatever. It's in the Oklahoma Panhandle. Okay. Um, which, this is going to sound really embarrassing, and it's not, because it's just one of those things, like, it makes sense, and I knew that, but, like, it never connected in my head. I've always known what a panhandle was. Like, when someone says, mm-hmm. like, all these these states have a panhandle. The only one I really don't agree with is Texas. I don't think Texas has a panhandle, but that's just me. Um, but... Look, it, that does not a panhandle. It's the thing that's underneath Oklahoma's panhandle. Yeah. To me, that's not a panhandle. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm from the Florida panhandle. Yes. Okay, so I knew what a panhandle was. Yeah. But it literally took me until today to realize that in the case of Oklahoma's panhandle, it's a panhandle because it literally, the state looks like a pan. And the panhandle is the handle. And I was like, well, no wonder they call it a panhandle, you idiot. And I got very mad at myself for just connecting those dots. Like, it made sense, and I knew that, but I just never connected until today. Well, and for us, they say we're the craziest state because it kind of looks like a gun. Yeah, it does a little backwards gun. (laughs) That used to be one of my favorite things to do, like, to memorize states, was to create, like, things for them. Oh, yeah. Like, Texas is always just... is is easy for louisiana obviously it was a boot and that's why i always just like ascended arkansas into it because it just looked like the calf part of the boot the boot yeah so oh, yeah it does it could be the whole leg if you go yeah all if the you way go up. all the way up yeah so that's how i've always thought of it it's also kind of how i like divided up the louisiana purchase too was just memorizing all of that but yeah that's what i used to do anyway that area of land is kind of like called like no man's land mm-hmm. kind of because you know it's kind of into like colorado and new mexico the four corners yeah kind of kind of goes that way into where it's kind of more deserty well this 300 acres of dunes supposedly has a history that goes back to like the 1500s so it's supposed to go back a really long time ago and it would be during this time that the natives would like warn explorers don't go to the dunes they're not safe you need to stay away from them um part of me obviously i don't know if this is true because i wasn't there but part of me feels like it's it was one of those things where like you know when you tell somebody don't press a button and you press a button because you someone told you not to kind of to me felt like the knaves were telling people don't go there because he really wanted him to go there that kind of thing you know uh, don't like tell white people that. like don't go there there's gold that way oh my lord or oh you're invading our land i'm gonna tell you some stupid story to get you away from me if you go that way there's supposed to be a lot of gold i bet you could find it and then they still went you know that kind like of thing the mummy don't yes. open that tomb don't read from that book and they yeah. really do all, all of, of it that. yeah and exactly. then they freak out and they're like oh well, yeah we released a mummy and a curtain oh, still the oh greatest. wow you still did still the greatest really yeah. i had no idea that was gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> but that that that's kind of the vibe i got so I don't know how true any of this is, so please take all of this, like, what's the term, with a grain of salt? With a grain of salt. Like, don't, 
don't take this for fact because I don't know if it is or not. But according to legend, Francisco Vasquez de Coronado, some of his men disappeared in the dunes. Oh, God. They were looking for gold. Of course. Duh. And his men disappeared in a bright flash of green lights. And he wrote in his diary that he thought it was the work of a devil. Sounds like Harry Potter. Right? Something. And we're going to come back to the green lighting. Green lightning. So, over the years, though, people have claimed that everything from UFO landing and crashing, of course, because we just talked about that. That's all they ever think. That it's a military project. Oh, Um, Whatever. Just whatever they could think of that people have gone missing. Couldn't find anything about people actually going missing, but people go missing. Um, There was a professor, though, who was at Oklahoma State who had been spending several years working in the area before he supposedly was escorted out and told to leave by men with military credentials. Okay. I don't really know. I mean, teach their own. And some people online claimed that buried underneath the dunes was actually an alien spaceship that when you walked over a certain part of it or something or got too close, that the people that disappeared or whatever were getting, like, taken by the alien ship. I'm telling you, this one's stupid. I'm just... I'm not lying. I'm literally not lying. Um, that's really all they have about it online. There's just like two, maybe three pages that actually tell you something about it. And you have to look up Oklahoma's Bermuda Triangle to find anything. Why wouldn't they just go out there and like dig? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, the main thing that seems to like be the cause of concern is this big ball of green lightning which is weird yeah well apparently it is rare but green lightning happens and if you know anything about oklahoma you know they get a lot of tornadoes yeah it's like a tornado alley Mm -hmm. well green lightning is something that you see when there is hail or tornado on the way it's more likely to be seen then because what happens is the Green lightning comes from a cloud that is very, very high and very deep and, like, dense. And those only occur in, that kind of type of cloud only occurs in thunderstorm clouds. Mm. And so, um, the green lightning is just an indication that the cloud is really tall. And because thunder clouds are the tallest clouds, green is just a warning sign that thunderstorms or tornadoes on the way that's all it is and that's why you can have um tons of different kinds of colors of lightning they've only as far as i know they've only captured um green lightning once and i'll show you a picture of it that's what it looks like and it was in chile over a volcano that's pretty but it's really rare but that's what it looks like so my opinion that's probably what he saw them get struck by lightning yeah and then being gone was them being like dead yeah because they're not here anymore they're gone also if it's dunes couldn't there be quicksand 
could have been a million different or things. Like, yeah. I could have felt like there could have been a million different things. Because, like, you, like I said, you can have lightning of all different colors. You can have, I don't know. They could have got struck by lightning and then the sand. I don't know. I have no idea. But all I know is that green lightning's a thing. Mm. Oklahoma is known for tornadoes. Yeah. I'm putting two and two together. A lot of hell, because when we lived in New Mexico, it was hell with a lot. Yeah, so I don't know. I think this one is just stupid, to be completely honest. It's up there with the Oklahoma octopus. I mean, they're like back to back. Oh my God, I forgot about that Back to back. That one stressed me out. Oklahoma octopus. Yeah. That was a pretty bad one. I truly, the only one that I have believed so far is Robert the Doll. I agree. I agree. Like, wholeheartedly, out of all the ones, yeah, I don't think they've all been, I mean, even Mothman was. Mothman is like. I see it, but. I don't believe it. No. The statue's just hilarious. Yes. My friend, remember my friend Ray Lynn that we met when we went to see Boss Burgers? They just moved back, or just moved to Morocco, Um, but before they did, they took like a big road trip of the mm-hmm. u.s and they went and saw the mothman statue oh my god and she saw it and she said she took pictures of it and everything and it was so funny it was funnier from like seeing it like from like an instagram picture and her up close to it it yeah. made me laugh so oh my god. hard she actually actually saw a lot of like little folklore stuff on their way it was That's really cool. cool so but yeah this was and this is one that i totally think is just baloney i think the Flatwoods monster is just an owl. A big old bird. I think it's just a big old owl. Um, so oh. far, um, we did the Winchester house. That was one that I don't believe was haunted. I, I literally just think it was a, a I think, lady that had too I think much she's, money and was yeah. trying to help the community. Yeah. Was, uh, I watched a doc- not a doc Not a documentary. I watched a... Um, I guess it was like an interview, mm-hmm. basically, that someone did in the house. And they were, like, just showing people around the house and everything. And I was just like, it's just, I don't think it's haunted at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't feel that way. I think no. when you do the Queen Mary, we, that I'm might. I'm so excited for that one. I think that I've one definitely so is. many of, like, I don't know, so many documentaries on it. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think there's going to, I hope there's going to be a couple that we do find that are that old nessie yeah. up there there's like five nessies up there i know these little water monsters nessie gets around so i think this was our second oklahoma one wasn't it yeah yeah we're done, with, oklahoma. We're, done, we're with, done oklahoma. with oklahoma it's scratched off texas will be fun oh it, gosh it's interesting there's two in texas you got these little bubble looking yeah. things and then you got this thing we've already knocked out florida florida just had robert the doll and Alabama just has a leprechaun. Yeah. It's interesting. Did, uh, what is Louisiana's other one? I the swamp know. monster? The swamp monster. I want to know why we're not doing a Rougarou. I don't know. Because, so like, gonna... that is our big, like, I mean, there's folklore today. there on the map that I'm like, why didn't they pick something else? And then I'm like, mm. I just think it's weird how dense the East Coast is 
and how like as you go to the west there's in the west coast is where it's like all i guess all the crazies are i don't know well the west coast you just have like bigfoot the nessies and then like east coast is east coast is is like a bunch of nessies yeah and number 12 the creepy lady cracks me up i don't even know what number 12 is did we do that one no that's alaska right no, it's over here. It's like 31 or something. I don't know. I oh, can't see. I can't either. <laughs> We're sitting really here just pointing small. at stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, sorry if that was really quiet and you couldn't hear half of what we were saying. But, yeah, that's all I got for this. Like, I told you this episode was going to be short, sweet, and... To the point. To the point. Yeah. They were so exciting. But we <laughs> promised y'all we were going to make our way through this poster. Yeah. We're about, so, like, would you say we're, like, a fourth of the way through? I think no, we, like an eighth. I think we've knocked <laughs> off, like, ten. Yeah. And there's sixty-four. Yeah, sixty-four, because some states have, like, multiple. Yeah, I don't know. Well, California has, like, th- three, three or four. four. Yeah, four. Jeez. It is a big state, though. I think it's weird that Florida only has one. Me too. I'm surprised Texas only had two. It's a huge state as well. I don't know. Well, it'll be fun to keep doing and figuring all of this out with y'all and seeing. I guess we should keep a running tally of ones that we actually think are real and ones that we think are just Not a hard tally for me so far. It's just Robert the Doll. (laughs) I can't remember all the ones we did, though. We did Midnight Mary. No, that one wasn't real. I did Mary D. Knott's Little mm, Girl. Yeah, that one was real. You did real. the Tilton Inn. That wasn't. That wasn't anything. I debunked that. Yeah. Super easy. Uh, Mothman. Uh, yeah, I guess Robert the Doll is really the only one Oklahoma that I... Oklahoma Octopus. That which, was... I think it was just children getting caught in, like, currents or something. So, yeah, I really think it's the only one is Robert, Robert the, the Doll. Doll. Yeah. Especially when all your stuff messed oh, up. Oh, yeah. That's what did it for me. Rawr the dog. Gosh. I never want to. Oh, I never want to do anything about Robert the dog ever again. But yeah, I think that's the only one so far. But okay. Well, that's all I got. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope everyone has a fantastic week. And it's almost fall. It doesn't. Feel it like needs it's to be. We need to outside. get. Cl- I'm getting closer. My house is decorated, not fully, but almost completely done for Halloween. Um, because I'm convinced if I keep decorating for Halloween, it will get closer and closer to feeling like it should. <laughs> um, I'm convinced that I have seasonal depression, but you know how people have like seasonal depression in like the winter time. I'm convinced that I have it in the summertime. I feel like that every year. Because I hate the summer, and I have been, like, my worst mentally this summer Mm -hmm. than I have in a long time. And just the fact that I know that fall and Halloween and Christmas and maybe a little bit of snow and my birthday. Makes you feel better. They're all coming around. Oh, my gosh. I am just. And then I really think it's just summer because I like spring, too. I usually don't Mm -hmm. start feeling bad like this until, like, April, May. It's hot and miserable. I don't want to do anything. 
Like, we did yard work yesterday, and we were out there for, like, an hour and a half, and I literally thought I was going to pass out. Yeah. And it and the temperature thing said it was, like, 89. And I'm like, no. No way. No. It is, like, 115. So, no. Yeah. I was done. But that's all I got. Um, And, yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.